have no notes. We we don't want to wait, and I have no notes because these episodes didn't warrant taking any notes. Mm. All right, so you know the deal this week. Um, I almost called myself Daddy, because I just thought, was just talking to my kids. <laughs> Daddy's going to tell Steph all about Smallville. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day, everybody. Uh, I'm, Steph is going to call me Daddy this, this today <laughs> because, oh God, you know, because the patriarchy, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, man. I almost want to start over again. Uh, totally <laughs> um, okay. I want to I drop a little bit of uh, – actually, we don't want to wait news. I um, want to mention to people that listening that um, um, we have a Twitter account now. Oh yeah, I was shocked. You surprised me. You were like, "Boo!" And I was like, "What? We have a who did this?" <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, I can't believe we don't want to wait is not being used as a Twitter account, but it's now being used. Yeah, I guess that's why I didn't create it because I was like, "This that'll never happen. We'll never have that." Yeah, because we when we did the uh, our podcast uh, where we log into it to upload our files we we had to call ourselves like don't want to wait or something like that um mm-hmm. but yeah uh and because uh, there's a twitter account there's also a gmail if you ever want to like i don't think we're going to do a feedback section but if you ever want to email us and say nice things or just like hey we're watching along too i like this part yada 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 we don't want to wait at gmail.com which again i don't know why we don't want to wait was it taken wow but uh we we have it now so and just so you know, there's no apostrophes um, and don't that that will totally screw things up. And uh, it's not we don't want to wait. It's wanna w a n n a. Okay, uh, a couple other things I'm really excited about. Uh, Dare, if she's ever she ever listens to this, I want to just call her out. She, um, my friend Dare, went to see a friend, and that friend was going through comics and was like, "You want any comics?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'll take." Uh, you know, stuff that she was interested in and she was thinking to me, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, whatever Superman comics she got, I'll take those. And she's like, okay. And the, and apparently this is like a really good friend of hers because Dara brought me a sack of Superman comics. And wow. most of them are from the Death of Superman line, which <laughs> is pretty uh, is pretty pretty big time Superman comics. So uh, – and they look really nice. So um, I believe next season I might feel like uh, rereading those. I'm just saying. Um, but oh really? Oh really? Um, also, um, big news for me as well. It's just like it's the me cast. Let's just talk about me for a while. <laughs> I'm going to Vancouver. I'm going Yay! to Smallville Land. <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, ages after we're done with Smallville. It's not until like October, but uh, I'm going to take a week and I'm going to walk around and do all sorts of. Uh, Filming locations, I'm going to Kent Farm. I'm going to wow. Daily Planet. I'm going to Luther Corp. I'm going to the bridge, the famous uh, low bridge. I'm I'm going anywhere and everywhere. If you guys if you think of think there's something I should definitely check out if you're a Vancouver native or you've been there before, uh, please let me know. I'm gonna be spending a whole week there and it's just I'm just devoting it to just basically going to Smallville locations and X Files locations and Isaac. And you're gonna locations. be driving around in your Yaris. Exactly. It gets good gas mileage. <laughs> I I got the plane tickets. I've got lodging all set, and I was like, "Oh, I'll need a car too. Let me reserve a car." And they're like, "Would you like a Yaris?" And I was like, "Absolutely, hell yeah!" <laughs> I'm driving to smaller locations. I I might might be needing a Yaris. So, uh, <laughs> yep. 
and the Yaris gets called out in this uh, this week's episodes too. So, that you have anything to say about you? <laughs> we get I'm going it? to New York. Going to New York? Yeah. All right. So if you're in or around New York, uh, the end of July, let me know. We'll have a meetup. It'll be fun. Well, I'm hoping to meet you down there, and uh, you know, to keep the Superman related, maybe I'll uh, show you where the uh, the Daily Planet stuff was filmed for the original movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. There's probably other stuff, but anyway, uh, let's talk about first off action, the one where Clark protects an actress. Um, <laughs> well, let me ask you. Okay. Who is this actress? What is she? Uh, what. I mean the 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 actress that actress? plays the actress. Is she is she actually an actress? Mm-hmm. This is Christina Milian. She is a pop singer slash slash actress. Uh, right around this time, she was starring in the horror movie Pulse. Uh, she was in Tommy Lee Jones' Man of the House. Uh, she recently played uh, Magenta in the TV version of Rocky Horror Picture Show, the one with um, what's her name from Orange Is the New Black. Um, which I didn't watch because, you know, I don't need to watch other versions of Rocky Horror that doesn't have, that don't have, uh, Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Come on. Mm-hmm. At this time, uh, she was, uh, she had filmed a pilot, uh, for an upcoming CW sitcom that never got picked up called Eight Days a Week. Her co-star, Justin Hartley. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was, she's a huge comic book fan. She was actually lobbying to play Wonder Woman um, in a live-action Justice League movie that was being planned, Justice League Mortal, and that was supposed to be directed by, get this, Mad Max's George Miller really wanted to do a Justice League. So we might have gotten hmm. Mad, Man, Mad Max Justice League with Christina Milian as Wonder Woman <laughs> in some alternate uh, future. So, hmm. but Well, I noticed, I noticed the... Uh the logo for Warrior Angel looks like the Wonder Woman logo. Yep, yep. So I'm not sure if that was uh, that was planned as a part of that or what. But uh, <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. What I'll just go through my notes since uh, you don't have any. But you know, if you have any thoughts that are that come to you, like stuff that you liked or didn't like in this episode, please let me. Oh, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> Action is, uh, I think, is kind of like a tribute to the fact that it's action comics. Uh, Superman came from action comics, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in the on the cover, uh, Superman is like stopping a car, uh, catching a car, and mm-hmm. we've already done that in uh, mm-hmm. Pariah. So we get one better, which is Clark just like super speeding through a car as it is. Like spiraling in the air and and rescuing the actress. Oh, but what I love is like the door hits him in the back mm. and just bounces off of him. Oh, such an amazing scene. I'm, I'm sorry, but that action scene was freaking awesome. It really was. <laughs> Too bad she's in it. <laughs> so you didn't like uh, Rachel Davenport, Christina Milian? No. No. God, no. God, no. Uh. God, no. <laughs> Now, what I did like about this episode was where they called out, like, how the fans didn't like that they were changing <laughs> the plot. Yes. <laughs> that the girlfriend was going to survive and not be shot or whatever. It's funny because it goes kind of both ways. It's A, the you know, at this point, Smallville fans were either in the camp where uh, A, Lois came to Smallville way too early. What is this crap? 
uh, Lois should not be should not be palling around with Superman without his glasses on. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they were in the other camp. Lana Lang needs to be off this show by now because <laughs> he is pretty much living in Metropolis. Uh, you know, well, he's not living; he's still living at the farm. But still, we're getting a lot of Metropolis content, and Lana Lang is like the girl from Smallville, and you know, the girlfriend during the high school days, not during yeah, his, not the young adulthood yeah. days. Yeah. So it's but it's like a yeah, it's like a call I mean, out can... to fans that are either one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, my first note is Chloe and pigtails. Uh, I was a fan of that. Um, yeah, cute. I mean, you noticed bangs. I felt it was my duty to point out the pigtails. Oh, I really like her haircut this season. Mm. The bob, and I think it's really cute. Yeah, she's and she's just very thin. She's she's very thin. Well, you we know, know like we talked about the she's starving herself. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. And yeah, I wonder how close this is to how Smallville production works. It was kind of funny to see like the cameras all on the farm, you know, and that's yeah, pretty Did much- they just turn the cameras on themselves or what? There was a, a quick uh, uh, interview with director Marzi Almas um, uh, that uh, Shu did um, during the day. Um, and she said that no. I mean, they left some of their equipment there, but everybody that's working quote unquote is uh, an extra because you know the crew members actually have things to do <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> where extras just need to l- worry about what they're doing in front of the camera um, they did have one actor out, uh, playing the director which I I just want to resolve the headcanon um, uh, myth arc that I had going for this whole thing so again this is David Richmond Peck um, who uh, again Played Olivier, the guy with the tail on Orphan Black. <laughs> uh, mm. So, if all his characters that he played are the same person, he first was a meter maid in Smallville until Lex Luthor smashed up his little meter maid vehicle <laughs> with a golf club, and then he went into politics with the sole purpose of getting revenge on Lex by being Jonathan Kent's campaign manager. And then he's fired and replaced by Lois, and now he has let go of his hate and he's doing what he's always wanted to do, which is directing a Warrior Angel movie. <laughs> So I say good for him. So he's played three parts. Yeah. And I just want to say, much like people say about James Bond, it's all the same character. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Although it's not two different actors. You know what I mean? Okay. Somebody knows what I mean. I don't know. Uh, Other funny note, uh, Warrior Angel uses locations in Kansas uh, for the film, uh, which is ironic because due to costs – um, all the Superman productions that take place in Kansas were never actually filmed there. Um, in the original Superman movie, that was Canada. In Superman Returns, it was Australia. And in Man of Steel, it was Illinois. <laughs> so mm. they've never actually filmed in Kansas. Also, this... Uh, this Tax breaks. Yeah. This whole, um, like the idea of setting up, uh, you know, doing a plot with like a movie set or a movie involved uh, was actually planned for season six, but they canceled it because apparently Supernatural was doing a movie episode right around the same time. So mm. I can't remember what episode that was, but. Hollywood something. Hollywood. X-Files did Hollywood AD. But that was before. Uh, oh, was the the supernatural was the one where they were on the set of like Gilmore Girls or mm. oh, Hollywood Babylon? Hollywood Babylon was it Hollywood Babylon? Okay. I did it! I did it! <laughs> <laughs> I remembered something. 
Uh, my next note is, yay, more fence post planting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and this time Lana gets to see it. Yep, yep. And Clark gets another rich fan, which is Rachel. And uh, and you can tell – like she's actually like a real character. You can tell this because, look, she's like holding Shakespeare in her hand, you know? <sighs> so Yeah, she's deep. She's, she's deep. deeper than what you think yeah. she is. She reads – Real literature, Totes. and uh, and what I like is Clark doesn't know like who is she. He doesn't like he. I don't watch movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It would be like if Hozier came to my town. I'd be like, who? <laughs> That's a reference to the I Zombie podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I can't believe you've never heard heard that song. Like <laughs> it's like it's like train, like drops of Jupiter or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Meanwhile, Lionel's been a dirty birdie. Um, he's, uh, <laughs> he's tied to the bed. Uh, he's in misery. Like I told you, Steph. Oh, God. <laughs> this was bad. This was so bad. <laughs> what is, I mean, I, this whole thing just makes not much sense to me at all. Okay. So we have this pot farmer <laughs> who is holding him hostage and it's somehow. Yeah. Which my, my husband said, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, like, how did Lana find this person? I mean, well, I, like she said at the end, when you know, she was like, "That doesn't make any sense, Lana." What? A, I all the way from Shanghai, China, I found some crazy person to kidnap you. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but she's obviously behind it. I do like the scene where Lionel, uh, Lionel gets a shovel to the face from Lana. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, and poor Lionel. And when he. And when he pulls his hand out of the <gasps> like bear trap, uh-huh. you know, okay, you've cut your finger, you you barely cut your finger, and blood just pours out. Mm-hmm. If if that there would be so much blood, you wouldn't be able to see his hand. Yeah, uh, have you seen Gerald's game yet? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's some Gerald's, Gerald's game stuff right there. <laughs> um, um. Anyway, um. Let's see. Oh, it was it was just too on the nose, too much like misery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my next note is about uh, Lana walking in on Rachel doing lines with Clark. Oh, yeah that that was bad too. And that was awful. <laughs> my note is Lana has put a pitchfork through people for less. Uh, <laughs> and come on, Clark. You know I understand you're you're kind of dumb and goofy at times, but. This girl, like, if you're serious about Lana, you need to kind of, like, go, okay, okay, now stop, please. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Uh, You wouldn't let this go this far. Yeah. But, I mean, Chloe and Lois are both staying at the Talon apartment, so there's really nowhere else for Rachel to stay but the farm, so. (laughs) Um... Yeah, that's this is where I wrote down. Lana Lana finds out that a psycho wants to kill Rachel because her character is stuck around too long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then okay, so yeah, Lex. Lex says, "If you're destined to save mankind, you're destined to do it alone." Lex is uh, kind of reminding Clark that Lana is still in trouble, and uh, yeah, he doesn't know the the, the full story, basically. Mm-hmm. And also foreshadowing that mm-hmm. uh, Lana will be in danger later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, there's a prop gun. It's a, a real bullet is put into it, and but this time I'm saying this time because we've seen it on iZombie, but this actually happened before. <laughs> um, yeah, Clark catches the bullet, and the, this guy Ben here, he's like a super fan. 
Uh, meanwhile, Lois is sneaking into Lex's office to find out some stuff. I forget. I think it has to do with uh, the whole Wes Keenan thing. And she's using the, the alias. Who? Wes Keenan. Uh, Tom Pennicut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because this whole time, uh, Lois is like, oh, you don't. Somebody doesn't go to bed, Hannibal Lecter, and wake up. <laughs> what did she say? Like, like there's, like, Lex is putting on an act. He's not a good guy, and you know, now yeah. he's he's he doesn't change. Right. Lois is using the uh, alias Sadie Blodgett, um, which is uh, an, a false name that Lois Lane used in the comic series Superman's Girlfriend, Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I read in like uh, the Smallville guide that was like the the writer I think is uh, Caroline Dries. And she's like, yeah, I'm a real Superman fan. <laughs> like, nobody else would have gotten that <laughs> reference but me. <laughs> but uh, she's just kind of laughing about it. Um, she probably Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Clark arrives home. The press is taking all sorts of pictures of him and asking questions. And I was like, oh, this must be, must be Tom's regular life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this guy, Ben, is like, why aren't you saving the world? Um, and he like leaves a, I don't know, like a present or something there. I forget. Anyway. That's I uh, see. Okay, the the paparazzi are surrounding the farmhouse, the Kent the Kent farm. He goes in. Rachel is getting a massage. She's oh, naked. Yeah, he has right. to hand her. You know, there's all these reasons, ways, all this all this supposed sexual tension that is not there because <laughs> this girl is. Just, anyway, and uh, a, a courier delivered this package, yeah. and he opens it up. He sees that it's from that guy. And so he's like, we got to leave here because warrior angel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the right, um, he knows about his powers. Why aren't mm-hmm. you saving the world? Yeah. So they, he has to get her out of there because he could try to kill her there. So where do they go? I can't remember. Oh, I'm, uh, I think, don't they go. I, I think, wait, no, he tells, don't they go to the watchtower at some point? Like oh, queen. that's right. He Oliver's takes her apartment. to yeah. Oliver's old apartment. Yeah. Hey, it's Oliver's place again. <laughs> uh, okay, so da, 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 da. oh, I thought it was really creepy when Lana shoveled Lionel in the face, and we find out that her visits to Aunt Nell have always been going to see this Marilyn because you've been hearing, like she's always been saying, like, "Oh, I'm going to go see Aunt Nell." You know, it kind of sticks uh... out. It sticks out to me because I'm like, "Oh, Aunt Nell." Um, but yeah, all this time she's actually been visiting Marilyn and checking up on Lionel. I have no idea what she planned to do with Lionel. Like, she was, or why did she did that? Why did she do this? I, I mean, she was getting some sort of revenge because of the whole marriage trap thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Meanwhile, Clark gets into this comic book fan's uh, room, and I love how in the wallet there's a there's a poster for Metropolis Comic Con, and it looks exactly like San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, this guy is acting a lot like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable, where he's just like a huge comic book nerd, but he like he's like, "You're a hero. You're supposed to be doing this, and if you're you're the hero, I must be the villain." You know. Um. So yeah, Lionel gets free. He bashes the shit out of Marilyn. I think he murdered her. And I'm like, I know. I was like, is is Lex gonna dispose of this body? I don't know. We needed a uh, we needed a scene of both the Luther men like straighten their ties and slowly walking away from a burning cabin, and then like <laughs> some guy nearby like breathing it in, going yeah. All right, next scene. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, there's this awesome. I mean, we got a great action scene at the beginning, and then this amazing scene where like Ben throws Lana off the building, and Clark just freaking jumps down and catches her. Yeah. I mean, can you read my mind? Like, oh my gosh, so romantic, yet also just thrilling. I I, I don't know. I I wrote, oh my god, this is Superman. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this scene, and like he just like catches her, and they. They slowly descend to the ground and then they just he, – they land in a car and uh, it's like the whole world has faded away around them and they're just like looking at each other. I don't know. I really like that scene. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, Grant is yelling at Lois, stay away from the Luthers and uh, invites her to dinner and she's like, no way. I don't want to be – and if I had accepted, you would have been my arm candy and Kind of cute, but you know we're kind of like Lois and Grant. Who cares? Different. It's like a different show we're watching with these two. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's kind of icky because it's sexual harassment, mm. or it's he hired her because he had the hots for her or something. You know something's not right here. Did Did Chloe already catch them? No, this no. is later. Oh, okay, okay, we'll talk about that then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so Lionel, we have, a, we have a loft scene with Lionel and Lana. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Which is weird. And if, He's... if the lofts, if the barn stinks as bad as it does, why is everybody hanging out in the barn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Lionel, Lana's acting all innocent, but also. Oh, like, oh yes, she's acting. Yeah. <laughs> she's, you know, she's dropping like double meaning, you know. If I was, you know, um, and Lionel warns her, you know, this is about retribution. Let go of it before it's too late. You've got those, uh, you, you may have lost the Luther name, but it's your Luther instincts that keep those claws sharp. Mm-hmm. It's a good scene. Lots of, lots, uh, rubbed off mm-hmm. from Lex onto her. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Ben is in Belle Reve now and Lex tries to drop some comic books like, yo, like a, I'm a fan like you, so why don't you tell me uh, maybe what you saw? And Ben Ben declines. Um, we had a this is actually a really interesting bit of continuity here because we've seen these Warrior Angel comics before, and mm-hmm. that's when um, Ryan was looking at them and he mm-hmm. he got a uh, nosebleed. And actually, one of the Warrior Angel comics has a little bit of blood on the cover. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's all the way back from season two. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, so Rachel says goodbye. Heroes really do exist. Yada, yada, yada. Steph hates Rachel. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lana and Clark talk and says, and Lana thinks that she might be holding Clark in Smallville. Um, but yes, I really liked that. I liked that, um, that she's realizing the power or the gravity of Clark's powers that are going to exceed Outside of little old Smallville, because he keeps saying, "Oh, you know, Smallville this, Smallville that." Yeah. She was like, "No, this this is bigger." Lana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's I like I think it's great. It's good. I like how the writers. There's a little bit of a commentary. Like we'll talk about it in the the Chloe and Lois scene later. But this is a good commentary on like, you know, saying to the fans, like, "Yeah, we get it. We know Lana. Lana isn't supposed to be around at this point. Clark should be in Smallville at this point. We're aware, but." We have a we have a little bit more story here, I think. We'll still keep hinting to the future, because really, Clark becomes Superman. It's over. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no tights, no flights. That's just yeah, it's the rule from the beginning. Anyway, so Clark opens up the box from Rachel, and it's this awesome cape. Cape, oh, and the wind loves that cape. <laughs> oh, I mean that is oh. gorgeous. The colors just pop. Oh, such a gorgeous, and and it's such a a, a moving. It moves. Mm-hmm. You know the the way the cape uh, is blowing in the wind. It's such an interesting visual. Mm. It looks just like that cape needs to go on his back, but. Just to drive the fans nuts, he just kind of drops it on the fence and walks in. He just in leaves Lana. it outside. <laughs> That's your cape. You pick your cape up. Don't leave it outside. Anyway, uh, best noodle drop, uh, the cult, Dirty Little Rockstar, is a song that was playing during the whole opening action scene. Um, so that's on the, uh, that's on the uh, playlist, which is getting pretty full at this point. Shall we talk about Lara? <sighs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sure. Okay. Sure. Listen, this sucker opens up with our first sight of Krypton. We've never seen Krypton before. And boom, like the episode starts and we are in the middle of a war on Krypton. It is uh, amazing. And, 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 you know, Kara, uh, uh, sorry, I should correct myself because I made a note of this for myself. They say on the show, Kara, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need to see, keep, start saying Kara, Kara. Kara. Okay. So Kara is begging her father not to send her away. And he's, and it's like going to be like this three year journey. And, um, yeah, true Kryptonian embraces their destiny no matter what. So I just, I love it. I, I love it. They, and then he likes, well, I, I like to know more about what happened on Krypton, mm. but I think it might be, I, I, I just knowing, don't, not knowing anything might be better than knowing. So, uh, I just think the way these Krypton Kryptonians speak doesn't really fit on the show. Like I don't like oh, really? it. I hate it. Wow. Why? I just don't. It doesn't work for me. Oh, okay. I don't get it. I mean, that's how Jarrell speaks. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, talking about Christopher Hyerdale or something like that. What is it? Yeah. He uh-huh. actually um, he didn't want to do an impersonation of Terrence Stamp. Uh, who plays Jarrell, but it was like, listen, they're brothers. They they talk sort of alike. So he is doing kind of a, a riff on that. So I don't know if that's what you mean or... I, and I don't think if it's that Christopher Hiredale. I think it's more of the Helen Slater. Oh, 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 oh girl. Mm, do not. I'm going to... Hold on. i got to take my earrings off. <laughs> he goes, snatch my wig. <laughs> Listen here, girl. Don't come at Helen Slater on my watch because let me tell I you something. I just didn't care. Oh, I didn't care for all I that. Love Helen Slater so much. Now, see that Christopher Hiredale guy, he was on Helen Wheels. He played the Swede. He's a very good actor. Yeah. Yeah. I that that show I lasted like a few episodes. Yeah, it was because- not a good show. It's one of those shows on AMC that thought that just because it was on AMC it was a prestige drama. Yeah, yeah. Well, my problem was they promoted it as like this guy who is on a revenge quest to, to avenge his wife or something like that. And he like does it for the first episode and then all of a sudden he's working on the railroad. <laughs> and I'm just like I don't care about this. Uh but anyway. Uh so yeah, like we see like all this Krypton stuff and then it it zooms in on Kara's uh, Kara's Kara's face, and then it zooms out, and she's floating in the air above Washington D.C. and almost gets hit by a plane. 
a spectacular opening sequence for like a little CW show. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a movie. Okay. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, Chloe is looking into ISIS. Um, not that ISIS. <laughs> uh, the ISIS that Lana started. <laughs> uh, support for the meteor infected. Um, and then we discover that Kara is in DC. Chloe kind of tells Clark about it, I guess. Um, because uh, the video implies that the government might have the crystal. That's that's what my note says. Oh, Lois's video of the spaceship that he mm-hmm. should go. Okay. Um, all right. So next, Clark sees Lion- Lionel's back. Clark and Lionel get the hug. Aww. They hug. Aww. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, he's like, I just bashed his pot farmer's face in with a bear trap, murdered her ass. You're like, but I'm good. Like, I'm still adversary of Jarrell. Love you, son. Um, I like that Lionel's got the black glove because of the injured hand, and he's, he looks a little bit like future Lex with that black glove. Hmm. Um, and it's also interesting that Clark does not actually trust Lionel with the secret of his cousin. He doesn't tell her, tell him about that. So, mm-hmm. and for a brief second, we find out that Agent Carter work the outfit that Agent Carter works for is called Starhawk, and they must have realized. That's a cheesy name, and we never hear about it again. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Lex flies from Kansas to Washington, D.C. to just storm into a room and be like, where's the crystal? I know you got a crystal. I got a, I, I know you got something. And Agent Carter's like, I got nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll report to you. Don't, don't worry about it. And Lex storms back off to get back in his plane <laughs> and drive, to fly back to Kansas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a long plane ride for just a drop-in. I don't know. That could have been done on Skype or (laughs) cell phone. I don't know. Uh, So. Is this where uh, Kara goes to the club and Mm -hmm. pulls the guy? Yeah, the lab lab tech there. Yeah. I was thinking he was somebody, but I looked at his IMDb and I didn't see anything. Oh, he's nobody. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry if you're listening. I can tell you that he's nobody. <laughs> he's some Vancouver guy. And, and he probably works does something else now. Uh-huh. I don't I don't think he's an actor. And uh Clark intervenes and says that uh you know, tries- Kara give him back his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cuz she this is the thing. She takes his wallet. I mean that was the kind of it was an entertaining interaction where they're in the storage room, and she was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get you. Think I can wait to go back to your place?" <laughs> she takes she takes his wallet. She goes to the lab, and she finds I don't know how she knows where the crystal's supposed to be, but she <laughs> she breaks the glass, and the crystal's not there. She used her X ray vision and somehow picked up the fact that the crystal was there, <laughs> and then decided to smash it just to make sure X ray vision was still working correctly. <laughs> No, the crystal wasn't there. I know, I know. Clark, I'm just kidding. Clark has the crystal. Yeah, that's a that's a that was a surprising thing at the end of the episode. I I wasn't quite sure. It's kind of like happened. the uh, disappearing chisel. You know, it's like the writers mm-hmm. are like, oh uh, yeah, off Screenville. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> need that to be something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Kara says to Clark, "We may be cousins, but I don't have to like you." And then she smashes him into a door and then flies through the skylight. And Clark's like, come on, stop making a big thing. We're not supposed to be out and about. <laughs> we're, we're, we're supposed to be keeping secrets here. <laughs> but 
But Kara's mad. He Clark believed in Martian Manhunters, uh, what Martian Manhunters had said and not in what she said. So, so meanwhile, Chloe finds Isis. Uh, she goes into the caves and – no, I mean uh, the Isis Foundation and uh, and uh, yeah, Lana's there and – but Lana's like, hey, listen, um, how about not telling Clark about this? I mean it, it, everything's cool but just don't tell him. Why? Why, Lana? Why? I, I just don't – I just don't want to bother him. OK. Yeah, Chloe is uh, – smells a rat. <laughs> yeah, is that the part where Chloe's like – Oh, no, no, no. That comes later. Okay. <laughs> That's some good stuff. That was good. Uh-huh. Um, next thing, Jimmy Jimmy discovers that Kara is a hacker. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, she's hot and a hacker. I mean, amazing. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Kryptonians are all smart. I mean, they usually work with crystal technology and not, you know, uh, visual basic. Uh, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she makes some reference that, you know, a human, you know, this is lowly beneath her. This is not very advanced at all. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, a- Agent Carter decided to hop on a plane and go to Smallville because he somehow knew that Kara was going to show up at, Lo- at Luther Mansion. <laughs> oh, this is where she – oh, she goes in in her little red dress uh, yeah. and he, and then she's like, uh, uh. He gets the drop on her. The kryptonite handcuffs, yeah. That's a good idea. He puts two and two together pretty quick. He's like, oh, okay, so the rocks work on the ship, so that must mean um, it works on you as well. I mean, makes a lot of sense. If uh, Mm -hmm. I don't drink a lot of antifreeze, I usually fall over and die. Um, Or wait, it's the other way around. I'm just saying vehicles and and vehicle technology and uh, physiology usually don't work hand in hand, but I guess. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it leads to a, a good moment when Clark comes in and is affected by the meteor rock. Yeah. And uh, Agent Carter's like, oh, wow, you're one too. Yeah. So she he takes he takes Kara to his lab and he. Oh, yeah. It's at the like lab when this happens. Yeah, yeah, so. the IV crypt, kryptonite into her veins. Yep, and that's when she has the uh, like using the, Summerholt technology. By the way, from Memoria, remember Memoria, where we were going into people's memories. That's what this is all. This all comes oh, from. Okay. Yeah. So now he's he's able to force uh, Kara to relive some memories. You know, because Meteor Rock, obviously, if you inject it in your veins, it makes you relive your memories. And if uh, you suddenly want to uh, remove any sort of uh, uh, electrodes from a person and you somehow get shocked, you can also, like, spirit walk with them through their own <laughs> memories. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And these are memories that she doesn't remember because Zorel mm. shocks her with the S and tells her to forget it all. And then boom. Because, because Kryptonian technology. And then, boom! We have uh, we have the Kent Farm in the eighties, and there's Kara, and there's Lara, and they're there on Earth together. And I'm like, uh, you know, obviously that portal got some use that we saw in Relic, the one that uh, um, Jorel used when he looked like Tom Welling. Um, and Lara, Lara is checking out the place that uh, Jorel's like, oh, you know, the planet goes to hell. You know, we'll send our kid here. I love this farm. You should go check it out. <laughs> 
And uh, Kara goes, and this is kind of a passing of the torch between Helen Slater and Laura Vandervoort, something you care nothing about, but I do. And Helen Slater is one of the most beautiful creatures on earth, and there's nothing wrong with her. You, you had anything to say? Or you want to uh, <laughs> I hated all this. This was stupid. <laughs> the Polaroid picture, stupid. Okay, that that was a little bit much. Uh, <laughs> they're, at a ce- they're at a celebration. Uh, 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 it's called church. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Like, what? That's that right. Just bad, bad, well, bad, bad. I'm going to take a Polaroid of you and uh, put it behind this picture, and maybe Clark will find it someday. I don't know. You know, when we're not in flashback. <laughs> yeah, at just the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say they're talking a little bit about how Jarrell created Brainiac, and Brainiac is supposed to save them from the destruction of Krypton. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of worried that Krypton's never going to, you know, see the end of this war that they're in. So interesting to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, also, we find out that Kara actually named Clark uh, Kal-El. It was Kara that came up with that name. I'm not. I don't know that whole that whole sequence was a little clunky. I was like, so why did she just pick Kal-El out of the blue? Why did Laura like? Oh, but that's perfect. Obviously, obviously, Kal-El. <laughs> Something about the there. I don't know the sun. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I should do my Kal-El research, see if it actually means something in Kryptonian or something. I don't know. Also, Zorel completely demolishes that door. <laughs> so, yeah. Like how did they fix that door before the Kents got home from church? Uh, you know how it is the heat vision and carpentry, super carpentry. <laughs> okay. Uh, they probably use that. Zorel and, uh, what's her name? Laura. Laura. We're having a affair, or yeah. he just were they having an affair, or he just had the hots. Oh for no, her? no, sorry, he he had the hots for her, and dude straight up like stole her DNA and put it in that crystal. Like that's a little skeezy. Um, it's, mm-hmm. It reminds me of uh, USS Callister, actually. Now that I think of that about it, Zarel totally pulled off a uh, uh, Jesse Plemons, <laughs> but uh, from Black Mirror, did you see that? Um, I think. I- I saw parts of it. Oh, okay. I think I saw the beginning of it. And you're like, next. Uh, no, I was like, you know, I watched the first couple of episodes of like every Netflix series, oh, okay. and then I forget about them because there's so much. There's just too much. There's too much, and we're gonna, can't, we'll sort it all. Can't out. finish it all. We'll sort it all out after Smallville is over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, there's a crystal for everything. Zordal's got a memory erasing crystal. So yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, Clark. Uh, this actually kills Kara, and uh, Clark has to like do a super punch on her chest to get her to wake up again. That's a precordial thump. That's a super precordial thump. Yeah. Right. That's a real thing. It's you ever done it? Thing. No. Right. And it's it's not it's. I don't think it's under the uh, heart. Guidelines these days, but people still do it. Like it's not an actual CPR maneuver anymore, but people sometimes do it because sometimes you might it might work. I mean, it just comes from like movie logic with me. It's just like there's so many scenes that are like, "Live, damn you!" <laughs> yeah, it, it is a thing. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, this all ends. Clark sees the picture. Kara realizes her father was kind of a scumbag. Uh, uh, Lionel visits Lex, criticizes him about being fascinated with Kara. Uh, da, 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 da. Kara gives Jimmy a kiss. Chloe notices yeah, that, was... that she's he's looking oh, chipper. Yeah, Chloe. It's not and like then... Kara is from a different planet. Yeah, because she was like, Jimmy, you, yeah, you and Kara from different planets, you better watch out. Mm. I mean, it's just another incident of Chloe being heartbroken. Damn Kryptonians keep, keep hurting her. And then, da da da, Clark has the crystal and he's lying to Kara. Next, Wrath, the one where mm-hmm. evil Lana. Oh mm-hmm. my god, horses! Horses are it happy. Looks- so fake. What? That is so not Tom Welling. Oh. <laughs> and not Kristen Crook. I didn't care. I didn't even notice that. I was like, I oh man, Tyson and the other one. I forgot what the horses' names were. I have to go back to our old Smallville podcast episodes and remember what, what the horse names were. I know Whitney had a horse named Tyson, and that was the one that got revived, but uh, yeah, horse names. So it's not in the book, and it's not on the Smallville wiki? I could. I looked all over the Smallville wiki. I was like, "Where's the horse section?" Uh, and it's just like it makes a reference to the fact that Whitney had a horse named Tyson because it, pl- it was kind of a part of the plot where the crypt, crypt, uh, meteor kid that could heal people and thought he was an alien that all played into it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, Clark and Lana are playing around, and hey, lightning and uh, hits a windmill, and there's. Uh, Kryptonite, uh, kryptonite nearby, so boom, leech style. Lana gets Clark's powers, but at least Clark doesn't lose his powers this time. Mm-hmm. Um, if Lana wasn't such a terrible human being, this would be a great fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Now listen, at least the beginning's fun. When they yeah, realize, when they, they realize. <laughs> And there's a freaking earthquake that can be felt in the talon. Oh, what it's what's great is there's a boom and then there's another boom. Yeah. <laughs> we go out to the talon, we see Chloe going, What the hell is going on? <laughs> and, what's going on with my coffee? And then they go back to the farm and you notice the wind vane is bent. <laughs> the barn is broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did some. Uh, they did some uh, uh, Spike and Buffy stuff. <laughs> uh, that was fun. and then Lana's wearing his shirt. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, what is up with that? That's great. That's great stuff. And Clark is all of a sudden shy because he realizes that Lana's X-raying him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because when Chloe shows up, she you know she finds out about all this, and it's cool they get it out of the way. She references Eric Summers, uh, who. You know, Chloe might have been like, you know, that guy looks a lot like Jimmy Olsen. Uh, <laughs> like, think about it. Wow. What happened to him? And Lana's like, think about all the good she can do with the powers. And Chloe's a little worried. Uh, meanwhile, this Dr. Jansen brings back uh, some results from Project Cyan. It turns out there's this dust. We saw the, the little black box that, uh, that uh, Bow Wow uh Vaporized, the dust is now turned to liquid, and it's like basically black oil from the X Files. Um, and uh, it it really wants to get out of this jar, but the this like kryptonite is uh, holding it in place. So I was like, "Ooh, brilliant!" Mm. Yeah. Um. So Clark goes to Lionel uh, for help about uh, 
what was going on, what's going on with uh, Lana. And Lionel's like, hey, uh, so Lana held me in a cabin. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of messed up. And uh, yeah. And then. um, Clark is like, not my Lana. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then he goes to Lex and Lex tells him about uh, ISIS and that revenge is an addiction. And and I'm I'm really surprised she hasn't moved on from me, you know? (laughs) So it's like two different things that that Clark finds out about Lana in this episode. And uh, he's not. Willing to accept the Luther's point of view on this, but uh, Lana does prove throughout this episode that uh, she's been holding a lot of anger back. Yeah, well, oh, back to the previous episode. Mm. You know where uh, how Clark finds where Kara's been taken is Lana is watching the mansion and sees oh, that yeah. uh, that Kara's there. So, and then her feed gets taken out before anything happens. Yeah. So anyway, continue. Um, Lois uh, and Grant are hanging out, and uh, Lana comes in with this hard drive that she stole from the safe, and uh, and Lois calls her Joan Jet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I notice Lois has bangs now. I don't know if this was Lois has always had bangs. Damn it! I thought I noticed her hair change, but I'm just not good with this. Mm, no, she's there. She's always had bangs. Always. All right. Um, Lois, Lana gets a little. I wrote down Lana gets handsy. Oh, because he, she's like tossing Grant around, and Lois tries to stop her and says, "Someone better switch to decaf." And then Lana kicks Lois right through the glass door. Oh, and that's why Lois has to go to the hospital. And then Grant bring is bringing flowers to her, but she's escaping the hospital because she's got to get on the story or something, and she's got the uh, gown on, and he's look watching her from behind. Uh-huh. Okay, so A, she was hurt in Metropolis and got brought to Smallville Medical Center. (laughs) And B, she's acting like she needs to escape this hospital? Like, was she really – do hospitals hold people there against their will? I mean, if there's a psychotic kind of condition happening, yes, they need to be like strapped to a bed or whatever so they won't hurt themselves. But she got thrown through a glass door. She She probably needed some stitches. And maybe a CT to make sure she didn't have a concussion. Yeah, but no, no, you don't. No, you're you're a, you're a grown up. Yeah, you're a, free to do whatever you want to do. Oh, where do they like put her clothes in a bag and just take them? <laughs> you know, this whole thing of her. I mean, it's funny, you know, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I like the yeah. whole thing where she well, has to cover. Up the sec- cover yeah, they're playing up the, the sexual yeah. tension between the two. Uh-huh. She says the fantasy stops here. Um, there's a great deleted scene, and I'm gonna. Um, try to find it and post it in the group um, where Lana, after uh, uh, beating on uh, Lois and Grant, she speeds to Luther Corp, you know, right next door and demands to know where Lex is and blames Lionel for what he turned Lex into. And then she gets kind of pushy and, you know, he's acting all scared and gets to his desk and suddenly, boom, he pulls out kryptonite and he grabs her like around the neck. And he's like whispering in her ears like, I broke a bunch of bones in my hand to get free. And he's got this like same crazy look in his eyes that he had when he murdered Marilyn. And like you can tell he's going to kill her. <laughs> and, Lana, hmm. and Lana's like, listen, if you kill me, Clark's going to spiral into darkness just like your son. So you better let me go. And and Lionel like slowly lets her go and she super speeds off. So hmm. it, was a, it was a good scene. I, I, was, I was sad to see it cut. Um, but uh, yeah. It's in the deleted scenes if anybody has the DVDs. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, Clark 
admits to Chloe that Lana might have gone to the dark side. And uh, meanwhile, Lex is getting into his car, and Lana goes full Terminator, like marches up onto onto his hood of his car and just punches. Yeah, I love I love that every time we see Lex in a car, he has a different <laughs> license plate. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just a different car, right? <laughs> yeah, where's his Yaris? Uh, Clark finds the Lana cave with uh, Chloe, and they see, uh, they hear the recording of Lex uh, trying to tell Lana to, you know, calm down or whatever, and that they're going to go to plant number four. And uh, Lana's throwing him around, and she's like, "Listen, I'm trying to save people with my experiments. You know, I'm tracking aliens. You know, um, I'm just trying to help the help everybody." And uh, she's. She like wrestles with him and then like he like kisses her and she kind of allows it for a minute and then she like mm-hmm. throws him. So I wonder if that's what he means at the mm-hmm. end when he tells Clark that, you know, it's passion. Yeah. She still has passion for him one way or the other. And uh, then Clark arrives and she's like – and she's like, I had to take care of your unfinished business. You can do anything and all you've done is hide out on the farm. Um, mm. Which is some really <laughs> Wow Lana um, But uh, luckily There's a spare electric line there There's some kryptonite so obviously Zappity We gotta undo <laughs> We gotta undo it by the You know in 42 minutes we gotta Yeah luckily nobody's lo- nobody done. loses their memory though You know <laughs> And Lex mm. is of course knocked out so he didn't see any of uh, Clark being super And Brainiac escapes The goo do, do, do. Yep the- um, and then we go back to Daily Planet. We see Grant's on the phone with somebody and is deleting. Sion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're suspicious of Grant. What is he up to? And yada, 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 yada. Okay. So, number one, he could have hired Lois because he had the hots for He could have hired her because he wants to keep an eye on her and because he knows that she is. Out to get Lex Yeah well in the next episode When Lex and Grant do talk I mean he does say mm-hmm. something like "Like Get rid of Lois Lane Like she is You do not want her near you So it's right. if, if anything if, if if there's anything fishy going on With uh, what he's doing with Lois Other than just pure like You know liking her a lot um, It's all Grant's doing Not Lex So mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get this awesome scene where um, Lana goes back to the Lana cave and sees all the cameras are disabled now, and Chloe's there, and um, she's Chloe's had just about enough. <laughs> yeah, this, that was great when when Chloe says, you know, I don't. That's not what I want for Clark. Mm-hmm. Somebody that he can't trust, and like I be, I believe that. Mm. Like that was the most real thing that was said in this episode. Yeah. You're capable of hurting Clark, and I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah. Um, from the book of Smallville, uh, Chloe has a heated conversation with Lana about the secret side of the ISIS Foundation. Allison Mack notes, when Kristen and I were rehearsing the scene, it was really important to us that it didn't come off as being catty. But very much Chloe saying, listen, this is the most important person to me, and recognize that I would do anything for him. I just want mm-hmm. you to know that's the way I look at this situation. And I think Lana heard that. Off screen, Mac and Crook are very good friends. I love working with Kristen, says Mac. We have such a good time together. So, uh, so uh, meanwhile, a lab tech gets black, black oiled, you know, X-Files style. 
<laughs> I mean, literally, her eyes turn black. It's like such like a homage, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, so is she Brainiac now? We'll see. Yeah, because I was looking at her, I was like, who is this actress? Do I know this actress? I didn't see no. anything in her IMDb. Um, uh, let's see. Clark meets Clark and Lana have a different kind of uh, closing loft scene. And Lana's like, I'm not apologizing. I'm going into streams to protect the one I love. And Clark really just is like, oh, you know, you, you did what you could. And, and she t- stops him and says, you're not going to um, – you're not going to take the blame of me. Uh, not going to try to take the blame, but take so the image of me isn't tainted for you, you know. And she says, "I just need to know you love me, no matter what." And Clark does not answer. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. See, now that they're together, mm. and she's a terrible person, <laughs> like it's not satisfying. No. Anymore, it's so. Ugh. Gosh. I, I guess that's just like we can't have that because no drama, you know. But oh man, if they could just be happy without any sort of hidden agenda or somebody's lying to somebody else, yeah. Uh, uh, like, like you know, this is this is destined to end. Mm-hmm. This is not going to go well. No. Um, best needle. She's not the same person. No. Um, best needle drops uh, for this episode. Travis is my eyes, which is during the horse riding scene. And Marie Digby's Spell, which was during the loft scene. Both pretty good songs. I added them to the playlist. Yeah, but they're still not the songs. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, they're, it, it's really few and far between this season and the last couple seasons, at least. Um, but there are some good ones still coming up, I think. Shall we talk about Blue? Sure. <laughs> More stuff that you're not interested in. All right, so my first note is Kara was surfing with Jimmy in Coast City, which is the home of the Green Lantern. Uh, and mm-hmm. what a clunky, like, opening scene. He's like, Kara, you ever feel like your parents are, like, calling out to you? <laughs> and then literally Lara, Lara is calling to him from the crystal in the <laughs> So terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was also there was another scene where it was like spelled out, yeah. like yeah. black, like oh, it was so obvious and made me roll my eyes. But I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so um, so he gets to Crystal and he's teleported to the fortress. I don't know if he he because it's like this weird effect and he ends up in the fortress. I wasn't sure if he like grabbed it and was like. Gotta go to the fortress, and he goes to the portal and goes through there. Or if he just like uh, the crystal teleported it him itself, I don't know. But um, of course, he starts like behaving rashly without listening to Jorel, and um, um, Jorel's like, "Don't, don't insert the crystal." And Clark's like, "I'm gonna do it. I don't care. I'm not gonna turn my back on my mother." And he puts it in the console, and Lara suddenly appears in the flesh, not in a flashback. It's Helen Slater, gift to me. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I know what it was. Back a couple of episodes ago, hmm. like, <sighs> Clark says, I hope I, one day I see my mother. I hope, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope one day I get to meet my mother. You think it might happen? I'm like, hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to see her, like, <laughs> here, and she's going to be here, like. I didn't know it would be 
And it's a little uncomfortable. It's kind of like uh, Lorraine McFly saying Calvin Klein, because uh, Lara thinks that he's Jarrell when she first sees Clark. Mm-hmm. Whoa, hey, hey, no, son, you're, I'm your son. I look exactly like my father, but <laughs> and uh, yeah, Zarell was released. Um, yeah, he was peeking behind the the crystals. Mm-hmm. So Clark takes uh, Lara back to the Kent farm because obviously. There's both Lois and Chloe are staying at the talent apartment, and uh, I mean, yeah, and we're uh, not thinking about the watchtower. No, apartment. no, well, not yet. We're gonna get there because that, yeah. that's the place we hide mothers, <laughs> um, and actresses. <laughs> um, I love picking on this show sometimes, but gosh, I hope anybody who's listening just knows I freaking love this show so much. Um, anyway, so. Uh, Kara actually realizes that Clark betrayed her. I love this show so much, too, and that's why these episodes hurt me so bad. Because, (laughs) like, up until now, with every episode, I was so excited to start the next episode. Uh And with these, when it starts out, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate this. I hate this. I hate all this Krypton stuff. I hate Uh. the Krypton. Kryptonian people. Uh, I hate the Helen Slater. Uh, I hate. I do. I hate all of this. I hate how. No, really. Keep talking. Hold on. Keep saying. Hold things. on. There's something else that happens that I hate. Mm. Oh, the Grant stuff. Oh, the Grant. Well, I'm not a fan of the Grant stuff either. But I mean, Krypton. Krypton. That's Superman mythology. That's. I mean, maybe that's like two boy stuff for you or whatever. You're more into like the CW. Uh, genre stuff, you know, if it's, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all about the callbacks or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get through it. You know, it's not like that for the rest of the series. <coughs> Sorry, it's on my throat. Um, <laughs> all right, so, Kara, uh, <laughs> Kara. <Okay>. <laughs> Kara uh, realizes that Clark lied to her, but uh, kind of keeps it together for now. Um, uh, meanwhile, Lois and Grant are on the Lois and Grant show, and uh, Grant says that he liked Lois ever since he read that uh, Fight Club article that she wrote. And um, uh, oh, this is when Chloe finds out about Lois and Grant and says that uh, she knows that Lois didn't use Grant to get to where she is, but you know, not everybody is is you know knows her that well to know her well enough to. Believe that, so yeah. I mean, this it's not exactly like the uh Clark broke her heart, but Lois breaks her heart. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I've worked so hard, and then Lois comes in here and he's got the hots for her, and she gets a job so easy, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, this is this is definitely commentary of of stuff that people were talking about at the time. I know this because I'm re listening to Shoe as we're watching. Um, <laughs> You know, fans had been like, what the hell? Like, so Lois is going to have this, it gets, gets a job finally at the Daily Planet and the guy that hires her is, she's in a relationship with. That's just not how we want the origin story of Lois to be. We want Lois, we, we, you know, Lois is a great character and she's a great reporter. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of too bad that the Chloe character exists here because it's affecting the lowest character. Are you saying they should become like one person? I'm saying as <laughs> awesome a character as Chloe is, if Chloe wasn't there, the lowest character would be completely different. 
Yeah, yeah. You're probably right, yeah. Um, and right. they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Zarel super speed. Wait, was this, was this the part where, uh, Lois is tapping the story too slow and he comes in, Grant comes in too slow, Lois, <laughs> so-and-so's he, like, oh, he, tries to do, he tries to do this like blustery, uh, who is the, who's the editor of the, he try, yeah, it's like, he's trying to be a Perry White type person. And he's like, and, what, 25? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing I don't like about the Grant character. I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy the the uh, Lois and Grant interaction. The you know the oh well we're just we're just breaking up and we're just this we're gonna pretend like it never happened and then yeah. they like grab each other and have that passionate kiss. It's really cute. It's just Michael Cassidy. Michael Cassidy is a very charming guy. I mean I don't know he he's he's okay. And Erica Durant is just I don't know she can have she she just is like walking chemistry. I think I think anybody can have chemistry with her. Yeah, uh, she's she's so great. She gets just better and better as Lois. Um, I like them together. But, I just don't yeah. like him when he's trying to be Perry. And I don't like the implication Ellis. that like what's his name Perry 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 Ellis isn't that like a clothing person <laughs> Perry White. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> You're like looking at a tie. Perry Ellis, was it? <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. It's uh, Tommy Hilfiger. That's the editor of. Uh, <laughs> sorry. All right. Um, so you were uh, saying something. Zorel super speeds. He's in, he has a black blur and he wears a uh, a black leather outfit. So he's not evil at all, right? <laughs> no. And he also wants to be uh, he wants to be daddy to Kara and and. And Kellel, you know, just kind of forget about the whole Jorel situation. And now that Lara's here, you can they can be together. Yeah, and, and they can be Adam and Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he actually goes straight to the emissary of Jorel, and um, and he threatens him and throws Lyle around, and then Clark just like comes out of nowhere and punches him through the window, <laughs> like get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yes, yeah, so. I thought that was really weird. Was um, because Lionel is like, uh, like not moving. Mm-hmm. He's like frozen. Like when Zarel shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fear on his face when like the super speed sound happens, and he just slowly looks up. And he's like, "That's not Clark there." Yeah, uh, he's like scared. Yeah. Also, there's this weird, weird effect. Like Clark punches him. And he goes to the window, and he just kind of like looks, and like a, it's almost like he's allowing himself to be like knocked through the window, and he just kind of like looks and smirks at Clark as he's <laughs> getting mm-hmm. tossed out the window. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Um, so uh, yeah, Oliver's apartment is where we hide the women. Uh, so that's that's uh, where they go to next because of Zarel, and Lara gives him Drell's blue victory ring, which was mm-hmm. apparently part of her DNA. I don't know where mm. she got this ring from. I'm mm-hmm. not going to ask. Um, so and this is where Lana meets uh, uh, yeah. Lara. Yeah, how I met your And mother. then like, Lara's like, uh, I, why, why are you nervous? You're nervous because you know I, I know. <laughs> I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Clark puts the ring on and his eyes glow blue. Were you thinking, oh, ooh. what's going on here? I know. I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. <laughs> Nope, it's not. It is terrible. <laughs> it just takes his powers but away. Bullshit. There's good, good implications for things that could happen in future episodes. Oh yeah. Or is the ring gone? 
Um, I think it disappears after he destroys the crystal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was but, like, oh, him and Lana can have sex again. <laughs> yeah. Here, put this ring on, honey. <laughs> Ooh, the sex ring? We'll just have, oh, we'll the, just have boring human sex. That's why they call it the victory <laughs> ring. <laughs> um, wow, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's getting late. Anyway, in the comics, by the way, Blue Kryptonite either powers Superman up more or it neutralizes the effects of Green Kryptonite. Okay. Um, or in some, there's also a version where it actually uh, hurts Bizarro, uh, Blue Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So none of that here. It just takes away Clark's powers yet again. Um, so Lara and Lana are drinking tea in Oliver's apartment. And um, what's up? Uh, Zorel t- enters, takes Lara to the fortress, tossing Lana aside. Clark comes to Lana's side, seeing I forget who he says zombie to. Does he say it to Chloe? <laughs> She's not a zombie. She's my mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Clark has to d- deal with the sad fact that he's in Metropolis. The barn and the caves where the, t- the portal is, is like three hours away. And that's when Chloe says, my Yaris gets awesome mileage. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, we have uh, we have um, Grant and Lex talking. Don't date Lois Lane. She's got an insatiable curiosity and warns him, if you weren't for me, you'd be nothing. And more on that later. Da, 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 da. There's a whole big thing in the fortress. Zorel um, puts his crystal in there or something. He starts an eclipse. An eclipse that could kill off humanity, I guess. Um, yeah. And maybe. so at the Daily Planet, we see everybody standing there, like seeing this eclipse, and there's this one rando guy who says, "Oh God, if this is the apocalypse, I better get my dogs." <laughs> I know. What was up with that? I don't know, but I loved it, and I really—they really need to have that more often. I just love rando guy in the background just mentioning something like, "Gosh." Well, it was kind of like uh, last week when. Oh, where's Jimmy? Jimmy's not in these episodes. <laughs> I don't know. He was surfing. Or he's. He uh, he was in one episode. Yeah. Um, there was an episode back last week where Jimmy's trying to get rid of the tickets, and the guy was like, "Oh, my boyfriend will love it or something." Uh-huh. And like it, it was like just out of nowhere. I was like, where, "Who's this guy? Is this that <laughs> might be the same guy with the dogs?" Because <laughs> I was expecting that guy to say, "If the world's in it, I better go get my boyfriend or get, better call my husband." Oh man. Uh, you know, I, we, like I said, we just need some guy in the background who just kind of in, walks into people's conversations that are all serious and drops like a line like that. <laughs> I'm thinking of the guy from Airplane, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I forget what his name is. I think his name is Jimmy in, in the in the movie. But he just kind of interrupts every once in a while. It says some sort of catty comment and keeps walking. <laughs> uh, also, uh, yeah, there's a major unexpected astronomical event. Uh, but Grant demands people to get back to work. <laughs> the world's <laughs> ending, but we need to put, get this paper out, damn it. Um, so, yeah, Car- uh, Lara finds the Kryptonian dagger in the fortress. There's another one. And uh, sells. And then Kara says she's going to use it. She tries to defend humanity by killing Zorel, uh, But Zorel um, grabs her and starts to choke her. And that's when Clark shows up. With green kryptonite because he's a human, he could just carry it in there, and um, 
And then Clark's got to make a choice. He's got to destroy the crystal to get rid of Zorel and the ring, but also it gets rid of Lara. Lara says, mm-hmm. you, know, you have a destiny. You can't just, like, they bring, he cannot get that ring off. He tried, like, sanding it off at the bard, <laughs> but that didn't work. And so he destroys it, and then suddenly Kara's gone. Where's Kara? Oh, she's in the middle of an amnesia arc. What's up? Hey, <laughs> writer strike, hooray. Uh, <laughs> she's in Detroit. She doesn't remember who she is. Doesn't remember how she gets there. But she knocks on this diner and they let her in. And just, you know, the bus boy there, mm-hmm. who we're going to see again. Uh, is, I know it. Is played by Corey Sevier. Or Sevier. And that's Laura Vandevoort's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's that guy? They're going to be... Uh, a, a romance ah. And I was wondering I wonder if that rain is getting in her ear <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, Clark and Lana make up And Clark's like hey listen you're not that far gone And Oh and Clark I was like You know I had this vision of my mother And she just totally uh, Lived up to that My expectations That's why it's so hard Like <laughs> Meanwhile, Lois is not a fan of the, the keyboards aren't set up in an alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is a like a running thing, uh, a, a canonical thing that Lois is a terrible uh, typist and yeah. speller, right? Yeah, she's an she's an amazing writer, but she cannot spell or type worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Grant shows back up at the Luther Mansion. Looks like that. Looks like Lex has been spying. Drops all the cameras. Says I'm not a rat in one of your labs. And um, and then Lex calls him Julian. Yeah, I don't like that. So what the don't hell? Don't like it one bit. Julian. Julian is dead. Julian is dead. This is the reason we, why Lionel we hated dealt Lex. With it exactly. But now we're Lex is saying. That Julian was given up for an adoption and um, and that Lex found him and now gave him that job at the Daily Planet uh, with money, I guess. Um, also, I just want to point out a little bit of a inconsist- inconsistency in age. Uh, in Memoria, uh, we discover that Julian was born in 1992 and that means that Julian at this point should be 15 or 16 years old. <laughs> So hopefully that gets cleared up. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Clark goes to the fortress. Like hey, Jarrell, what's up? Uh, where's where did my cousin go? Jarrell's like, listen, I didn't take your, I didn't take uh, your cousin away. And uh, you know what? You haven't learned your lesson. I'm sick and tired of you defying me. And that defiance is not going to go without consequences. And then suddenly we get a bright light and credits. Great cliffhanger. Woohoo. All right. What, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I have no idea. Mm. All right. Well, let's get in the teasers. because it's better, though. <laughs> we're running a bit long here. Um, okay. So, episode of the week. I mean, uh, Wrath. Wrath. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Um, I'm kind of tied. Uh, It's kind of a toss-up between all of them. There's really great stuff in every episode for me. 
a lot of weak stuff. Really? They're not the greatest episodes okay. ever. There's a lot of weak stuff in here too. Okay. And I, you know, I pointed it out, but See, I just feel it's such a huge drop off in quality. Yeah. Well, we know what's going on. We know. Um, and unfortunately, okay. that kind of affects things. I think. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, um, you actually know a little bit more than uh, you were supposed to know at this point. But you know, whatever. <laughs> this is this is only my. Oh, see. I was just guessing. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who are the showrunners right now? Alan Miles. <laughs> you don't seem to believe that. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, next week we have four more episodes to talk about that hopefully you'll be excited mm-hmm. for. <laughs> um, Gemini. I'm a Gemini, by the way. Uh, uh, Persona. Siren. And Fracture. I feel like we've had a fracture before. <laughs> what was the episode where we had the two Lexes? Onyx. Oh, see, I was th- that should have been fracture. Yeah, interesting. Uh, your teases. Uh, is that interesting because we're going to have the same kind of deal? I, I'm just saying it's interesting. Okay. Um, I don't spoil things for you. <laughs> this is the. This I is mean, the last, Tim does. This is yeah. <laughs> Tim being called out. Uh, this is the last season that I can spoil you, uh, that I don't want to spoil you. The rest of the seasons you've actually watched, so. Well, I mean, I don't. But you think probably I've don't remember every episode. I don't remember. I have no idea. All I want to know is where Sam Whitworth. I want some more Sam Whitworth. Okay. He's coming. Uh, okay. All right. So here are your teases. It's Christmas in Smallville again, and Lois receives a call to warn her that there's a bomb on her cousin. Okay Your next tease One of my favorite twists on Smallville Twisty, twist, twist, twist Hmm Love it, love it, love it Can't wait to talk about it So something that works For me, yeah (laughs) Uh Okay Uh, Next tease, a villain returns Uh Uh-huh Brainiac Your next tease but will Brainiac wait? Wait, will will, will, blah, blah, blah. will Brainiac be James Marsters? I, okay, go on. I'm, I've just said a villain returns. I didn't verify okay. it was Brainiac. Go ahead. There are other villains that have been here. Mm-hmm. A hero returns with a new <gasps> just, hero. Justin Hartley comes back. Please come back, Justin Hartley. Other heroes have been on the show. Just saying, Angel of Vengeance. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Angel of Vengeance. You don't even remember Angel of Vengeance, do you? <laughs> Angel of that that woman. That, that woman, yeah, who's like Batman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was terrible. All right. Uh, so yeah, a hero returns with a new hero. Uh, so somebody to join the Justice League. Mm, your next tease: another great bit of stunt casting. That will inevitably okay. work amazingly for me, and you won't care all, at all about. <laughs> okay, so you know when I guessed that it was Helen Slater, hmm. because I was like, she's the only one left, and except now there is, um, what's her name? Hmm. The other Lois. Crap! What is her name? Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher, okay. but she's on Desperate Housewives at this time, so hmm. she's not going to do stunt cast, hmm. correct? Does Terry Hatcher show up? Surely not. Hmm. <laughs> uh, another tease? Okay, go ahead. Lana wears reading glasses for the first and only time in the series. 
I got all the facts. Yeah, Lana is like 20 years old. She doesn't need glasses. I'm 40-something, and I need glasses bad, uh, but not 20-year-olds don't need reading glasses. Go ahead. Next tease. A stained glass window is suddenly retconned. Okay. <laughs> is this a, Wait, is this a stained glass window in the mansion? Just saying a stained glass window is suddenly retconned. Okay. And your last tease. Clark takes a long walk through Lex's twisted mind. Oh, freaking awesome! Anyway, uh, <laughs> that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, I hope you like this batch. I'm I'm just I'm you know, it, you, you said you you watched it the, you watched the, this batch the first time and you were kind of a. Uh, Unfocused, and then you had to rush and watch a bunch today. I'm just wondering, maybe you kind of watched no, it's not the, or whatever. No, 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 it, no. I don't care for Kara. She's a, she's a terrible character. She's got the word care in her name. You're supposed I don't to care, care about. about Kara. I don't want to see Clark be <laughs> Jonathan or Martha to a new newbie. Uh-huh. I just don't like this whole situation. Okay, and then. Well, Clark, you know, Lana is there with Clark. They're supposed to be happy, but they're not because she's a terrible human being now that she's been influenced by Lex. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's just not the same character anymore. So it's it's just not it's it's just not good. Mm. Well, we can tell when it's not Tom Welling riding a horse. I mean, (laughs) it's just not good. On that, I think we should go. We've been going a while. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And, yeah, remember, follow us at We Don't Want to Wait on Twitter. And um, we also have a group in Facebook. If you want to join us there, it's facebook.com slash group slash Dawson's group. But I think if you just kind of type We Don't Want to Wait into your search in Facebook, you'll find the group. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, see you next week, Steph. <laughs> yep. <laughs>